my guest today, and I'm really excited about this one. We've been trying to make this happen for the last three months, and yes, I have been the holdup here. It is Jesse Terranova. He is the founder of Connection Creators. I'm going to have Jesse explain what that means in a minute, and also where he's coming in from. So Jesse, welcome. So glad you're here today. Good to be here, Jason. Thanks for having me. Yes, Jesse, first things first, and this is as you get to know Jesse today, this is going to be very aligned with his brand. Jesse, where are you in the world? I'm in Portugal. <sighs> Portugal. There's no hurricanes in Portugal. None of that. We, we do have some earthquakes every now and then in the Algarve. Earthquakes. I am, but yeah. you don't feel them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Portugal, man. It's a place I've never been. I've heard it's phenomenal. You, I have a feeling you can maybe help me with that at some point if I can convince my wife that I'm going to head out for a little bit. Yeah, I think so. I think to interchange it with an LBI vacation one of these summers and come down here for a couple of weeks. Think, there, uh, yeah. She'd be into it. LBI, yes, that's right. I forgot you know about LBI. That's perfect. So Jesse, the, as, as I continue to be very vague here, Jesse, what is Connection Creators? So Connection Creators is a global community of very passionate people. And essentially, we truly love to travel. We love everything about it. Um, we look at it in a different, uh, through different eyes. I can get into that in a moment. But uh, more than that, we value uh, meaningful human connection. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk a lot about this because this is something that you were extremely passionate about and is core to your brand, core to who you are, and core to what Connection Creators does. And it's in the name, which is perfect. Better to be clear than clever, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Right to the point. This is what we do. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Jesse, let's get into it. What's something you nerd out about? Something I nerd out about. That's funny. I think uh, if I had to choose something, I'd say autobiographies. Uh, I think mm. ever since I was younger, I just love learning about people. And <clears throat> a couple of years ago, I actually read a book called How to Lead, uh, David Rubenstein. And he interviews some of the world's greatest minds, um, top entrepreneurs, top business minds, and just really goes into depth about, and of course, by the way, asks them some of the most amazing questions that you can ask people. Um, very curious person by nature. Uh, he is, um, which is kind of aligned with who I am. And so that's why I really love some of the responses. And, you know, I think there's so much to learn about people and the challenges they overcome, the obstacles that come their way, and of course, some of their successes and their, I guess, thought process through life, which I really love yeah. to kind of break down and, and learn from. So, mm. yeah. do, you, do you prefer autobiographies over biographies? I think so. I think... One of my favorites is Will Smith. Will Smith's, uh, he's one of my, uh, I love that guy. Um, just some of his uh, stories in that book, um, really, really powerful message. So I'd probably say autobiographies. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I've read quite a bit of both and it seems like it's, as we, I'm just, this, this is my own view on it. It seems like generally biographies arguably do better than autobiographies unless you're really famous. Like obviously Matthew McConaughey, Greenlight's done extremely mm -hmm. well. Will's done extremely well. So I think you have to be really famous for an autobiography to do really well, but a biography, well, I'm just thinking like Walter Isaacson. He's written what Albert Einstein, Steve Jobs. Uh, I think he's either has written another one recently, but it's interesting. So you actually prefer to hear from it from the person slash their ghostwriter because those 
<laughs> Will Smith probably didn't write his own autobiography all by himself. Matthew McConaughey didn't do that, but you know, they have a team of people obviously, but it is, it is in their voice and they do that, but that's really cool. So is, what is your all time go-to autobiography? Like who's, what's the most inspirational autobiography you've ever read? Well, it has to be Will Smith. I think um, mm. Mark Manson was hired to uh, write his autobiography for him, Will Smith. Right. Which is really, really cool. I love Mark Manson's uh, books as well. And so yeah. what an honor that must have been for him to get to be like, hey, you know, I'm Will Smith here. You want to write my book? So, um, <laughs> and in, in his book as well, he talked about how Will would just call him and be like, hey, you want to come out formula racing? And I don't remember where they were, but just some really crazy things. He would just fly Mark out and they would do some of the most epic things on like a Wednesday afternoon, which is like how yeah. I want to live my life. So super cool. Yeah. And Mark Manson is subtle art of not giving a fuck, right? Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. that's perfect. Cause that he's not really known as like the biographer, mm-mm, mm-mm. but that's, but his, I mean, that's but his spin. Just, on yeah. Is, is, is interesting. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's mm-hmm. super cool. All right. So let's, let's move to talk about something that's inside of your comfort zone that you know other people either won't do or are resistant to do. And I'm going to take one thing right off the table for you right now. Take two things off the table for you because I don't want to make this too easy. Traveling alone, off the table, or traveling, period, and public speaking because I know you speak. Mm-hmm. So what are, what's, yeah, you're like, you're like, crap, that was one and two. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was literally what I was going to say. I think something that that I can look back on in my life. My mom, um, amongst the 30,000 things that she had in the refrigerator, all the magnets and photos and everything, she always had this one quote ever since I can remember. And I never, I never really knew why until I asked her. Um, But it always, it always stood with me and it was a stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. And Mm. that, that always stuck with me. And part of what we're doing at Connection Creators is really having people step outside their comfort zone in massive ways. And I think a really big challenge for a lot of people is being able to talk with strangers. And it's something that I struggle with a lot. Um, You know, whether that had been in high school or even when I graduated, moved to New York City. And I think New York City was the perfect uh, playground for me to kind of go out and just talk to random people and just learn about myself, learn about others and be able to um, be uncomfortable in that scenario and then gain confidence with it over time. So I'd say definitely talking with strangers and, you know, on our experiences, we love to have people come who don't know one another and then kind of start from scratch and learn, learn what each person has to offer, who they are. And it's actually really cool what happens over time uh, yeah. when people are in that space. Yeah, I can imagine the other benefit to practicing talking to strangers is you get used to rejection because in New York, a lot of people are not going to anywhere, but especially New York, they're going to be like, they're like, what are you selling? What do you want from me? You're like, I genuinely be curious. They're like, I know you say you're genuinely curious, but what do you really want from me? (laughs) Are you selling CDs? Are you selling CDs? Are you selling candy bar? Like what are the, what are the things you're going to try to sell me after you tell me that you just want to talk to me? You and you're from money? New Jersey originally, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So, so you've been in the, you're in, you've been in the North, you're a Northeast kid. So, you know, that like a lot of times talking to strangers is like not culturally like a For thing. Sure. People, it's not, the, it's not the way to go. And, you know, my mom worked in New York city. Now she's working from home, um, you know, after COVID, but she went to the city, commuted 
for 20 years. And so I grew up going into the city and was familiar mm. with the culture and the people and not how angry people are, but I think just how busy people are uh, running around rushing. And so, yeah, I just, it's interesting. I, I had to take a step back when I was living there um, yeah. and just be like, this isn't the place for me. I love to practice mindfulness and it's, you can certainly practice it in a place like that. It's just a little bit more tricky and you'll, you won't, you're not as, uh, it's not as common to run into people who do want to have that conversation with you. Yep. You know, yeah, as, exactly. as a place in Portugal where I am now where everyone's looking to, to chat. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. Well, it's Portugal and the beaches are much nicer there than they are in the Northeast. I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, um, oh, I'm really interested to hear what's something that's outside your comfort zone. Jesse, so what is it something that you are unwilling to do or you really don't want to do? And yeah, what, what's, what's on the other side of that for you? I think what comes to mind first, and it's so new for me, uh, is dating in a serious relationship uh, for me. Because I've been solo for almost a decade, uh, just through my life, uh, traveling and always kind of being on the go. I always found it challenging to, you know, because it, it, long-term relationships um, long distance uh, relationships are, are rather tricky. And so mm. maybe I use that as an excuse, but I have uh, been dating a girl for a few months here in Portugal and it's definitely way outside my comfort zone. So just navigating that, getting used to it, it's, it's an interesting uh, experience, but really cool. Yeah. What's been the most challenging part about it for you? I think for me, just adapting to only one person um, mm, and mm-hmm. I guess the energy that it's quite nice actually, because you don't have to throw energy out to multiple people um, as you're like in, as you're dating and looking around and curious, but it is interesting to only focus on one person. And it is a lot of energy in that aspect of your life to communicate with that person and um, be vulnerable with that person and share emotions with that person. Also in a way, hold space for them, which I never had to do before. Jason. So now I'm like, yeah, how do I, how do I navigate this? And, it's, it's, but you know what? I see the, I see the long-term value in it and the benefit in it. So I'm, I enjoy it. It's nice. It's so far, nice. so good. Where did you meet her? Uh, I met or how, Camila sorry, Hewitt. how did you meet her? You said yeah, she's in Portugal. We, how did you meet her? Yeah, we met through a mutual friend. Uh, she's actually from Brazil. And so she moved to Portugal pretty much the same time that I moved here. We both moved here alone, didn't know anyone uh, looking for the Portuguese residency. So it was really cool. We met and you know, yeah. kind of have a similar intention. So it just ended up working out. And she speaks the language fluently. Yeah. Brazilian Portuguese is a bit different from, Oh, it is. Uh, yeah, actually very different. I'd say. And mm. Portuguese is an extremely challenging language to learn. Even the locals here will, will tell you that. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best, but it's, it's not easy. Definitely. Yeah. Not easy. Yeah. All right, Jesse. So you speak, I know you speak at places, you go on podcasts, you go on virtual summits where I speak live and then you're speaking all the time to the people come and hang out with uh, connection creators. So if I give you five minutes and everybody in the world gets to hear your message, what are you going to talk about? And then what do you want us to do at the end of that five minutes? Hmm. I would say the, the value that travel can have on your life is so incredibly significant. And there's a before, a during, and I would almost argue that the after 
is one of the most important parts of your travel experience, right? I think mm. beforehand, you know, I think you can absolutely increase your levels of your mood and your excitement um, by looking forward to an experience that you have planned, right? Everyone gets excited. I have, you know, I have a vacation coming up in a few months. And so that kind of helps to get you through perhaps the difficult times of the day or the week or the month um, because you have something excited to look forward to. We all get excited when we have something on the calendar to look forward to. I think during the experience is a really interesting uh, take that, you know, we like to look at it as, you know, looking at it through an intentional and deliberate um, way and being mindful and present to each and every experience that you have, essentially. And, you know, you can go to, oh, I don't know, uh, Paris and go take a selfie in front of the Eiffel Tower. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that's not the type of service or experience that we want people to have. Um, it's more, it's deeper than that. It's really getting involved in the cultures and, you know, the eyes through the, the experience through the eyes of a local through a native is the best way to experience a destination. So yeah. really getting involved with the culture, the people who are there, the things that they do, their customs, their traditions uh, can be very valuable. And of course, just being um, present and kind of removing all the things that bring you stress or, or that aren't, um, you know, bring you joy. Uh, you can remove those and yeah. just be present in that very moment. Um, and then I'd say, you know, Jason at the end is really interesting. I think I see it as a big problem in the marketplace of, you know, you go on these experiences, you know, we all travel, right? I think I can say that confidently. Most of us enjoy traveling to some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say a lot of the time you're setting outside your comfort zone, you're meeting yeah. new people, you're trying new things. You're, I would say, living your true authentic self because you're at your happiest, you, you feel joy and, and you're not working, you're excited, right? Unfortunately, what I've noticed and me myself is, you know, when I come home from my child experiences, I'm still extremely aware and mindful of this now, but I used to really just take that experience and put it in the closet mm. and just fall back into the rut of life. Never take yep. anything I learned or experienced with me on my journey moving forward. And so the integration of your enriching experience abroad with your daily life at home is a prerequisite for meaningful and long lasting transformation. Man, thinking about my experience with travels generally, man, I wish I was still doing that. <laughs> like when I'm back at work, I like, and I actually, I'm somebody, I love what I do, but even then I'm like, man, it'd be nice to be on vacation. <laughs> like I was a regret that it wasn't longer or something, <laughs> or I could have done that one other thing. I, maybe you and I need to talk offline. Maybe, maybe there, I, I think there might be something here. That's really cool. You're reminding me of, uh, Another guest here on the podcast, Sam Patil, who's the founder of Well Traveled, which is a really cool travel app and travel community as well that has a similar vision. It's definitely somebody I think you would want to connect with, but it's tech, it's tech based. So she's a tech founder. Very cool Very stuff. Cool. Yeah. All right, Jesse, thank you so much so far. We're going to take a really brief commercial break. We'll be right back. The Talking to Cool People podcast is brought to you by Jason Frizzell Coaching. Jason works with amazing people who are looking to find and develop their passion and purpose and create their journey to wherever it is they want to go. Check us out at jasonfrizzell.com, Facebook, or on Instagram. Jason loves hearing from anyone who thinks it would be cool to connect, to be coached, 
or to be a guest on our show. Email him at podcast at jasonfrizzell.com or DM him on Facebook and Instagram. And now, back to some more amazing conversation on talking to cool people. All right, Jesse, and we are back. So what do you want us to know about you? Hmm. I'd say what comes to mind for me is an interesting story. If you're okay with me sharing that. Well, no, but go ahead. Yes. I love stories. (laughs) No, but since you asked permission, then yes. (laughs) I think it's interesting too, because we did touch on New York a bit and a little bit of the lifestyle that I was experiencing there was, you know, it was fast paced. And uh, I think at the time I wasn't truly living out the life that I wanted to. I think, you know, it was something that I went to school to, you know, receive a degree in accounting and finance. So I went to New York city. I thought that's kind of what I was supposed to do and get this job yeah. at PricewaterhouseCoopers and work my way up in the company and all that kind of stuff. So I think when I was sitting in, in my desk or at my desk in New York city, I really just didn't enjoy yeah, the nature of the work uh, specifically, but just the environment that I was in um, really felt limiting. So you know, I decided uh, at that time to move out to uh, San Diego and kind of pursue a career within travel, within hospitality, within the service industry. And, you know, unfortunately, I thought that I could do it on my own. And I didn't use the support that I probably should have at the time, whether that had been friends or family back home. I did not go out of my way to meet people there um, that would help me. I, just, I guess I was... I didn't really know, you know, it was my first time moving, not living, you know, near home and just kind of all the way across the country, all by myself, didn't know anyone. So it was definitely a big challenge. But, you know, during that time, I fell into a really deep and dark state of isolation and loneliness. Mm. And it's something that's always really stuck with me because that was a time in my life when I truly hit rock bottom and it was scary and I didn't allow anyone to come to my aid to help me. And I think that particular moment truly stands out because even pre COVID, you know, these, these types of stories you hear of, of people who feel this, um, this low energy and don't want to get out of bed and just don't feel wanted, whatever it may be for you. For me, I just felt like, maybe I, perhaps I didn't matter and I just was lost and have a sense of direction, no purpose. And so through that experience, um, i now have kind of seen some friends and family experiencing it. You know, I had seen them during COVID and now post COVID, uh, how much of a, you know, I'm talking about pandemic and epidemic, but I think, you know, loneliness and isolation, you know, it's almost a bigger killer than obesity uh, yeah. nowadays. And it's, it's really scary. Yeah. And I, Jason, I found myself one night in San Diego as I was, you know, really trying to overcome these feelings and these thoughts, um, you know, on the, on the Coronado Bridge in San Diego, really driving over it, thinking, should I jump? Should I not jump? Really not sure where I was, what I was doing. And, you know, it was interesting because I came across a red light that stopped me right in my tracks. And it was really interesting because, you know, I look up. And sure enough, I see Terranova Drive, my last name, is mm. on, on the street sign. And so that really caught my attention and stopped me in my tracks. And I looked to my right, and it's just, you know, like, what is going on here? It's, it's in the evening. It's dark. Um, yeah. 
and I'm, you know, I'm crying. I'm trying to figure out what the heck is going on. And I look to the right, it's this big shopping center. Right? So that's that. I look to the left and there's this road that leads up into like the darkness. Um, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll play along here. So I make a left on turn over drive and I start driving up this road. And sure enough, I look down on my GPS and I see Terranova Park. And so, you know, my mind's telling me you should probably go check out Terranova Park. So I go into this development and this uncanny feeling comes right over me as soon as I make a left onto the street. So I've, I've yeah. been to this place before. I've, I know it well, but I'm in San Diego. I've never been here before. And so sure enough, I start driving. And as soon as I arrive at Terranova Park, you know, I park the car, I look around, and it's this big field, um, you know, a baseball field, a jungle gym, you know, just a really cool park, like any other park, but very, very familiar, very, you know, a place where I've been before. And sure enough, I look up a couple seconds later, and I see Parkside Court right across from Terranova Park, you know, a little development right there. And for your audience, uh, Parkside is the development that I grew up in, in New Jersey, and my parents still live. Mm. Um, and the park resembles uh, where I grew up. So, you know, I, there's a lot of takeaways from that type of experience. Uh, it took me a little while to really look back on that. But it wasn't one, it wasn't two, but it was three signs to really, really grab my attention. Um, really help me to see that I have a really strong connection, um, whether that be spiritually um, or, you know, mentally, emotionally, um, with something. Right. And so I kind of went yeah. on this journey through the years to create that connection. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because I've spent a great deal of time working on my mental capabilities, my mental emotion, my physical emotion, um, whether that had been through the Ironmans that I competed in, um, or just, you know, working out, staying in tip top shape, but it wasn't until, uh, and I'll, I'll, it's, I haven't shared this yet because it's really new, but I think it's worth sharing. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I was in Porto, Portugal, mm-hmm. and I had visited this church. It um, wasn't on the itinerary, but I saw that it had like 80 pounds of gold in it, a very old uh, church built in the 1700s. So I, I saw some photos and I said, okay, sounds cool. I'll check it out. And so I walk in here and, you know, I look down and it says, Tree of Jesse. Mm. And so I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> this is really interesting. <laughs> and this is the linkage between that story and this story that yeah. the, my name, it's, it's really powerful. And, and I'm really trying to reflect on this, but it's like, well, this is really interesting. So anyways, I walk into this church. You can go there now. It's called San Francisco church in Porto, um, Portugal, but you know, it's essentially the lineage of Jesus Christ and Jesse, who was King David's father. Um, yeah. Yep. If any of, mm-hmm. Yeah. If any of your, yeah. your audience, you know, read the Bible or, or know anything, you know, about mm-hmm. it. But essentially, I'm looking at this this tree, and I'm in this right place at the right time. And you know, it, I read about it. It talks about how you know the wisdom and the support and the guidance grows from. And so, Jesse, you know, I'm giving you a physical representation of it. it it's you know, created in, this, in 1717, beautiful sculptures. A man with a beard. This is really funny. And then yep. this tree and branches growing out of him, 40 generations of lineage up to Jesus. And so yeah. I'm just like, this is really interesting, Jason. I'm like, I have to really take a step back and start reflecting and really you know, <clears throat> doing some some thinking here because 
you know, I learned Jesse means God's gift. Uh, yep. Terra Nova means new land. And so yep. it's, it's an interesting uh, connection there. So I guess my point in saying about the mental and physical connection, it really, you know, you can, you can really go out there and try and create that connection and, you know, work hard on your health and work hard on, you know, in, in your career and some of the skill sets that you have. But for me, if I, I fall down and get back up, I fall down and get back up. But if I don't have a strong connection spiritually, then there's no way that I'm going to be able to overcome those obstacles and challenges mentally, yeah. emotionally, physically. And I think for me, it begins spiritually. And that's the message that I want to, to mm. share here is yeah. that's for me really coming to light uh, in, in my life. So it's just really Beautiful. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. A beautiful story. I was just having this conversation with someone yesterday, whether you, you know, like whatever your belief system is, we'll keep it agnostic. I really am firmly convinced at my 44 years of age that the universe, if we are open to it, the universe conspires for in our favor. If you are open to it, universe, God, whatever it is, people believe the audience believes that there's, there is something there that if you just pay attention and you're open, it will, things will happen to you. And it sounds like for you, Jesse, they're very in your face. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, for some people they're like, Oh, I, I have this gut feeling or like, there's this thing for you. They're like, dude, there's your name. There's the name of the place you were born. And like, or there's a, where you were raised. And then there's your first name. Like how much more clear I have to make it that there are messages for you here. Like you're right. getting the bull, you're getting the bullhorn version of it. Of like, like, if you don't pay attention to this, then you are literally blind. That's an amazing my, story. My friend made me laugh last week and I'll share why, but you know, as I'm creating, you know, my, my, my business and my brand and really growing it out with our experiences, um, we're really having impactful, um, I'd say the feedback from some of our guests have been very transformative and impactful. So the work that I'm doing is very connected with, you know, helping and supporting people and really helping them step outside their comfort zone and make true, meaningful, lasting changes in their life. And so my friend goes to me, it's funny you're doing this work and these messages and signs are coming up. It's not like you're, and, and no disrespect here, but it's not like you're a plumber living in Arkansas. Like you're, yeah. you know what I mean? So there's, yeah. you should probably pay attention to this. Um, yep. You know, that's pay attention. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, Jesse. All right. Next up, I want to see what question would you like to ask me that I can answer for everybody here, including you? Hmm. What would you like to ask me? I'd say, you know, I, I love your podcast. Uh, I think it's really cool when we met with, with BBG. And I just yeah. was very curious, what is your definition of a cool person? Yeah, I have answered this before and I love answering this question. I'm a fellow, I'm a, Yep, I'll answer this, and I'll make it pretty. I'll make it brief. Well, to put me on a clock, or we'll be here all day. I'm also a very curious person. I think what makes people cool is when they're doing the things that they're passionate about. I don't really care what those things are, and that are aligned for them. So, you know, I get this a lot. People are like, "Oh, I'd like to be on the show because it's like cool people." 
I've interviewed you are you are interview 141 on this show. And I think every single one of the people that I've had on are cool. And I wouldn't just say that. And if I could give you the, the gradient of life experiences and like ages and what they do and the money they've made or the money they don't make or their experiences, it is, I mean, I I've got a sample set over here now of podcast guests that are from pretty much almost every walk of life in some way, shape or form, or have gone through a whole lot of things. And what makes people cool is that they're willing to share their true self. I think that's what makes people cool. And yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Um, it doesn't mean, you know, like it doesn't mean, and and you would probably know this better than I would as somebody who runs experiences with strangers that get together. It doesn't mean that all of us have to get along perfectly or that we agree on everything or that we, or that we even need to be friends at the end of the day, right? Like, what I do believe is cool is when people are willing to be themselves and, and say the thing. And what I also think is really cool. And one of the things I love about doing this podcast, which is why I still do it is when people are willing to look outside of what they know to be true for them and actually be open to something else, mm-hmm. which to me, I bring this back around to what you do. Travel is arguably almost to me, not even arguably, it's actually the best way to do that. Because if I'm if I'm a I'm a good old boy from Minnesota who moved to the East Coast and then I go and travel to a country where all the customs and culture cultural things that I know that I know how to do and know how to operate very well inside of and it doesn't apply that's a humbling experience. So I get to get curious about what would be the way and I don't know if you do this at Connection Creators or not like you know I almost like an etiquette hey we're going to take you to this place and in this place the thing that you that you know works in the United States or even in your area of the United States, it actually is not a thing that we do in this part of the world. And be humble about it and be curious and learn how other people live, to me, is like the best way to access mm. true coolness. So yeah, that, that's, that's what I see as cool. That's why I have people that, so I have this person I want to put on your show and I'm not sure if they're cool enough. I'm like, what do they do? <laughs> or like, who are they? I'll be like, no. And I'm like, why would you say that to me? I'm like, who are they? Oh, they do this. I'm like, great. We'll have a fun conversation. If they're willing to have a fun, that's the barrier to be on my podcast is, are you willing to be authentic and have a fun conversation? If the answer is yes, it's highly likely I'm going to want to have you on here. Because people are like, I don't know. And I'm like, that's just you pooping on yourself when you say things like that. Right. In your own way. <laughs> In your own way. But like, I don't know if I'm cool enough. I'm like, yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. It depends. Are you going to come on and rattle off a script? Then that's not going to be right. that cool for, for the audience. Right. Are you willing to come on and have a fun conversation and be yourself? Awesome. Great question. I've never answered it that way. So thanks for opening up something for me. I love that. What I'm hearing from you is how much you value curiosity and open-mindedness. It's really powerful. Very core to what I do in my profession. Also very core to who I want to be in the world. And it's becoming, you know, it's really interesting. I'll just share this really quick before we get back to you is I'm, I'm having the opposite of experience of what I thought would happen as you get older. I'm actually becoming more open-minded and a lot of times, mm-hmm. Oh, as you get older, you get more closed-minded, your, your belief system. I'm finding the opposite to be true, which is really delightful. It's much more peaceful and fun. I'm like, yeah, like Good this is what I believe. And you know what? Maybe it's not hundred percent accurate and that's cool. Like I don't have to be versus like being so set in the way that the world works or that 
the how people need to be. So it's been it's been a really nice experience for me, and it's, it was unex, it's been unexpected. But I think it's also from all the work I've done, all the personal development work, and just like looking outside of the, you know, looking outside of the the way that things should be or could be or how it's supposed to go. And like you said, like you said, I went and got an accounting degree and then I went to work in New York city at a big, at a big four consulting firm, of course, cause that's what you're supposed to do. Right. And then you're sitting at your desk and I know that office. Well, I have a good friend who's a partner there works. I had a few people who work at that office and they sit there and you're like, this sucks. <laughs> this is not what I'm here for. This is not what I'm be what here. I was planted for. I don't want to be here, but I like the <laughs> paycheck. Right. <sighs> All right, Jesse. So what are you passionate about? And you're a very hmm. passionate individual, so I know that this is we could be here all day. You're like, well, yeah. let's see. We could yeah, do a whole you, podcast on this. Exactly. We'll have to have you come question. back on. I'll just ask you this one question and we'll we'll roll with it. I'm a passionate guy too. <laughs> I think it's why we get along. But well, yeah, what I are you passionate so about? Yeah, I think similar to you, Jason, just I think personal growth, uh, striving for progression in my life, um, you know, learning and expanding my mind, my body, uh, my capabilities. Uh, and the things that, that I, uh, I'm curious about like yourself. I think it's mm-hmm. funny you brought up travel in that sense of, you know, we, when we travel, it's so funny. I think you, you learn pretty quickly that we're all really trying to save, to, to solve the same problem, same, some, some of the same problems, right. Some of the same yeah. things that we experience in life, but there are many different ways to go about that. Many different strategies, different tactics, different oh, yeah. ways to view it. And so when you take yourself, out of your own, I guess I'd say mold limitations, the things that, you know, if you're so set on one way, you're not open-minded to it, uh, you're never going to learn other ways to do things. So that's, you know, I'd say really passionate about learning new ways of doing things. Um, And of course, just striving for, like I said there, the the key word was progression. I've definitely a recovering perfectionist and progression, Mm. I think is, is a better word better usage <laughs> yeah because you know we're, we're we're always changing we're never the same from moment to moment um so thank god you are open-minded to that i guess yeah <laughs> the world's always changing man and yeah uh, man i also say like nothing will knock out your like ocd or not you didn't say ocd but if somebody has like that or somebody that really like a type a like really has to have it a specific way nothing will knock that out of you quicker than than working and travel is the most unpredictable especially like it's just unpredictable going to other countries like things get screwed up all the time so many things go wrong oh so many things go wrong (laughs) yeah it's like like you actually know there but but that's the that and that's part of the thing with is what I know you do is like, Hey, things might go wrong, but we're here together and it's going to go wrong. We're going to create something new versus, and yeah, like flight delays suck and overbooked hotel, like that stuff all sucks. And man, that must be really difficult if you just are the type of person that has to have it all under control all the time. Cause there's so many things out of your control. I, I wanted to ask you something about the personal development stuff. Is it ever going to be enough? I think I'm happy where I am currently and I'd like mm-hmm. to always remember that. Mhm. Yeah. That that I I am happy with where I am. I don't compare myself to anybody but who I used to be. And so that yeah. keeps me that keeps me patient. Uh, 
that keeps me from freaking out of like, oh my goodness, like did I not did I not do what I'm supposed to or am I not good enough? But I know that as long as I'm continually growing each and every day and learning and expanding my mind and taking the time to exercise not only my body but my brain, my mind, yeah. then then yes, I'm, I'm growing and, and I'm in line with my values and and uh, I shouldn't really there shouldn't be any cause for concern. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's a, a that's an that's a question I ask a lot of clients. Is it ever going to be enough? Because for some people, it's not. Because they're. It sounds like you're doing just because you want to be the best version of yourself. Some people, they don't want to be the best version of themselves. They want to like have the edge, and I'm, I, I think you see this a lot. And this is a thing in New York City. I mean, it's a thing in in American culture. Is like, what's the edge? What's the next thing? that I'm going to learn or know how to do. That's going to give me the edge. It's going to help me get ahead, help me make more money, help me be more successful, help me be quote unquote happier, be in love, blah, 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 all those things. And that's where the danger. And then I'm just going to be my little soapbox. This is where the personal development space can get dangerous in my opinion. Cause it's like, Oh, this is the next course or this is the next thing. That's going to be the thing that's going to open it up for me. And then I'm going to have what I want. And, and like you said, it's never going to be enough unless it's like inside of you that you are, you need to be, like you said, patient, but also satisfied with where you are and striving for more. Not like relating to yourself as, oh, I'm broken or I don't have enough. So therefore it's always go, go, go. And then what's very predictable at that is it's never enough. I think there's a healthy way to go about it. Healthy way to go about it. I think all those things exactly. are cool to obtain. You know, I think it is yeah. cool to be like, oh, I can do this and that and I can get that promotion. Or I can be yeah, totally. a better husband, whatever. Like totally. It's just there's a way to go about it that is in a healthy, healthy way, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Jesse, what's the thing you're most proud of? Hmm. I say some of the impact work that we're doing, Jason. It's it's been really awesome. I when I was in Brazil earlier this year, I had the opportunity to visit a uh, favela. And for, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, uh, for your audience, uh, it's a very, very you know poor, poverty-stricken area of Brazil. They're called favelas, little neighborhoods, uh, little dense, concentrated neighborhoods. Lots of people live, but very, very sad. And one of my friends, um, I've, I've always loved kids. I've always loved children my whole life, and I always love giving back. And so I had my friend set me up with, you know, just to head over to a not, not-for-profit NGO to um, hang out with the kids for the day, make some food you know, just spend some time with them. So we went out there and little did I know that um, they're now a partner organization of connection creators. We, you know, we donate to them nice. monthly and uh, you know, another organization out in Pakistan, um, I had received this message on Facebook, which is so bizarre, but I decided to go ahead and send over a hundred dollars uh, last Christmas, just because it seemed legitimate. It was, I was talking with a, uh, it's a community activist. Her name is Sundas, uh, living in Pakistan. No joke. And mm-hmm. I sent it over, and sure enough, I get uh, a response back a couple days later. Um, and it's so easy to send money nowadays. Money nowadays, I use MoneyGram. It, it yeah, MoneyGram. Yeah, in like a day, it's, it's brilliant. And so I get a no joke. I get a, I get a couple days later. I get a video of all the kids holding a banner with my face on it. They got a face, a picture oh of me my on gosh. Instagram. And they're just holding it and they're all going, thank you. Thank you. And it's just, I, I had tears in my eyes. I was like, unbelievable yeah, man. that wow. something like that could happen. And so, yeah, I'd say I'm most proud of the impact work we're doing. Um, I'm competing in an Ironman in two weeks in Portugal here and doing some fundraising. So we've been able to 
raise some some uh, some money for the kids. Uh, we want to expand the space for them. You know, make sure they have meals every day. And so that's something definitely uh, that I'm really excited about that we're doing. Awesome. What's something you're afraid might be true about you? Hmm. <laughs> Welcome to therapy. Yeah, it's a great question. <laughs> you know, I look at it. I, I really have in, been enjoying all aspects of myself. And I think it's interesting. The, you know, there's almost two sides to us. There's, you know, the side when all things are going well. And then there's the side when things aren't going so well, we're overwhelmed. And it's almost as if like another person comes out of nowhere and really tries to knock you down. Um, maybe that's the, the part of you that's trying to keep you safe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think I've made a concerted effort to really acknowledge and be aware of that person that comes around when things get, get tough and when negativity comes in and when things aren't going the way I'm supposed to. And so I've, I've been enjoying that, that individual, whoever that is, that person that comes, that feeling, that thought that, really tries to overtake my mind. Um, and, you know, instead of trying to take it and put it under the rug or forget about it and be like, oh, it's not there. Like I actually experience it and I see what mm. it is and I see what's doing there. And I just kind of work through it, right? I guess is, is a way to go about it and, you know, going to different tactics I use. But I think my point is, you know, I'm afraid that's true because um, that's a really something I've always wanted to overcome. Yeah, the, the the challenging side of life, and you know who shows up during that time. Mm. It's like making friends with the dark side, like making friends with the dark or the less, you know, joyful or the thing that maybe internally that creates less feeling emotions that are a little more uncomfortable. Just to say it out loud, I think for men that can be a real thing. Like, oh, I've got these like to get in, it sounds like you've really gotten in touch with that emotional part of you that we all have that a lot of us don't like to admit is there. And what ends up actually happening is it ends up showing up externally and creates damage, especially in relationships. Absolutely. It's it's almost as if you're traveling. I always love to relate it to that, but when you're in the air and you experience turbulence and you know, there's a couple of ways that you can you can, I, I should say respond. I was going to say react. <laughs> yeah. Respond. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's interesting. I think those times, you know, it's going to happen and you know, it's, it's, it's going to be there at some point. You're going to, you know, the trials, the tribulations, the challenges, the obstacles, the, the times that your expectations are not met. And it, there's a way that you can go about responding to that. And there's also another way you can. So I think, yeah. you know, being optimistic and, uh, kind of working through those challenges uh, can definitely make for a, a better future if you, if you do it in that way. Yeah. I love this next question for you. How do you see the world? Let's talk philosophically. Mm. Cause I know how mm. you, I know how you literally see the world is you're like, well, I hop on a plane a lot and I go to these <laughs> amazing places that make Jason jealous. Cause Jason has two young children, but that's, a, th- this is my therapy session, right? Jesse. You can, you can sit and listen to me, but no, like, yeah, how, like philosophically, how do you see the world? And you're a world traveler. So this is a great question, you know, both literally, but also like, how do you see it as you're, you've experienced so much mm. and help others experience? I think optimistically, 
And similar to you, Jason, very open-minded and curious. I'm, I'm, I've always been very curious by nature. I love asking very thought-provoking, inquisitive questions when I'm with people. I also love asking myself those same questions. And I take some time to, to journal a bit and, and kind of figure out what my response would be to those things. And a lot of the time I used to be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll write that down and do it later. But I, I like to do it now. You know, I, I think mm. taking the time to to do those types of exercises is, is really valuable. But yeah, back to your question, uh, optimistically comes to mind um, because like I said, there are going to be challenges. And when you remain optimistic during those experiences, yeah, um, it's almost as if the bad things, negative things don't really even happen because you're responding in a way that doesn't affect you. Yeah. Or at least you feel, I don't, I'm trying to allow it to affect me significantly. Yeah, I love that. That's, that's powerful. Let's, um, Let's talk for a minute about connection creators. And I also, something you said, I want to add this to the show notes. I'd love to put any charities that, you, that you're working with as links in the show notes as well. I, I, would have, I have a feeling that the impact you're working on is something other people might be interested in learning about and potentially donating. So tell us about connection creators. How can people find out more about it? How can people connect with you? I know you're a big Instagram. You got a like, you got some FOMO Instagram going on over there. I see some of your stuff. I'm like, wish I was jumping in a waterfall over in wherever this place is, not you know <laughs> sitting and working today. Um, without being an inf- without being a total travel influencer, it's pretty cool stuff. But yeah, how can people connect with you? Like, where can they connect with you? And then also, yeah, spend a minute on any charitable work that you've done or that you're currently doing. You think people would be interested in potentially donating for? I appreciate that, Jason. Um, yeah. I think starting with Connection Creators, you can go visit connectioncreators.com. Uh, that's our, our main site where you can learn more about me, the type of experiences that we do host. Uh, we do have an upcoming experience to Argentina in December. We're going to Patagonia. So it's going to be really, really awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. It's going to be really awesome. We have uh, We had 12 spots. And we have eight filled. So we have a couple more left, Jason. Oh, yeah. And so now we're going to make it even worse for me. Well, listen, that's four, right? So you can bring your two kids and your wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody else on this Imagine. trip wants to have our two-year-old. That would You're like, this is going to be a great group of people. And then like our like the Frizzell clan shows up. And people are like, why is there a two-year-old here? This is the biggest buzzkill of all time. And we were making fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You're like, surprise, but, everybody. We actually, this is a kid's trip. Didn't anybody tell you? Could you imagine a trip for parents with their kids? I don't know about Well, that Disney one. does this now. It's called Disney Adventures. Ah. Yeah. Something to look into. Yeah. Cool. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, connectioncreators.com. And then I spend most of the time um, on Instagram when I am trying to, you know, promote and market and, and uh, connect with people. Make so, Jason jealous. Yeah, I get it. The connection creator is, yeah. is the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's cool. We'll put all that in the show notes. People can connect, you know, like find out more about what you do. And Jesse, I just want to say, I'm so glad we made this happen. I was really inspired by the story you shared. It's not common on this show that people share that vulnerable a story when I asked them what else we want, what else you'd like us to know about you. So thanks for being open about that. And it's a pretty awesome story. I feel like this is a this is a, a movie or a tell this is like some sort of like 
montage waiting to happen when you're the movie about you, the autobiography about you, the movie about you is created. There's going to be, this is going to be like the hero's journey of like, Oh my gosh. And there it is. Terra Nova street. You go to think very cool. So Jesse, to leave us today, what words of wisdom do you have for us? And let's keep it short, like a little Instagram post and has to fit in the graphics of the Instagram post. I have, I love wisdom. I love learning and sharing. So, but I'll keep it really short. I'll keep it really short. I, I'd say seek beauty mm. in everything seek you do. Seek beauty in everything you do. Can you imagine if everybody just did that? What would be an awesome place? The world would be an awesome place. It already is. But if everybody. It is an awesome that, place. Imagine what we can achieve. Yeah. I'm trying to think where I'm not seeking beauty, and I'm sure there's a whole lot of spaces. Or places where I'm like not seeking beauty as well. <laughs> well, Jesse, thank you so much. Best of uh, you don't even need you don't need luck. Best fortunes to you all at Connection Creators. All the people that are going to join you on these adventures. I will be thinking about you in Patagonia when you're there in December. I may or may not bring our two year old. We'll see. You're drinking that Malbec. Enjoy whatever it is you all are going to do there. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Thank you so much for being on. It has been a real pleasure. Thanks, Jason. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of Talking to Cool People with Jason Frizzell. If you enjoyed today's episode, please tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and give us a shout out or take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. If something from today's episode piqued your interest and you'd like to connect, email us at podcast at jasonfrizzell.com. We love hearing from our listeners because you're cool people too.